What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Frequency Podcast. I'm your host, Frankie J. Lopez. Hope you're all doing well. Before we get into it, please follow the podcast page, allow for notifications, rate the podcast. Also, follow me on social media at Frequency Studios underscore on Instagram and at Frequency Studios on TikTok. Consistent content, including a few album reviews that don't make the podcast. We got an okay one today, Jack Harlow's Jackman. Rapper from Louisville, Kentucky, who rose to fame in 2020 with his hit single, What's Poppin'. A track that showed off Jack's flow and charisma and went viral on social media, even getting him a Grammy nomination. Off the back of that, he went on to do some high-profile feature spots, including his hot verse on Lil Nas X's Industry Baby back in 2021. The following year, he released his highly anticipated second studio album, Come Home, The Kids Miss You. At this point, Jack generated a ton of buzz, especially with his single First Class that went number one, a track that I'm still not too fond of, following that garbage trend of heavily relying on the sample. And as most of you know, that album was a critical flop and often viewed as one of the worst albums of that year. Personally, I gave it a negative review due to its lack of personality, interchangeable flows and instrumentals, and lyrics that were largely uninteresting, lazy, and cringeworthy at times. But now he's back with this album Jackman, and although I do think it's a step up from his previous work, it's not anything special. I would say that Jack essentially went from just a step below mediocrity to painfully average with tangible potential for growth. And you see that potential a few times here where Jack is getting a bit more personal, introspective, and opening up and allowing us to see more of him. Not only that, but we even get a bit of social commentary on here right from the jump on the track Common Ground, which was a pleasant surprise. Featuring a nice Jade sample with these 808 drums, Jack draws a parallel between kids in the suburbs who essentially use hip-hop culture to create a fake persona of themselves, and juxtaposing that with the lifestyle of those who actually come from the environment that hip-hop culture is centered around. On this track, we get clever bars, the imagery is on point, but it is worth noting that though Jack himself does benefit from a culture that wasn't necessarily made for him, it's not entirely clear whether Jack realizes that himself on this track, because regardless of whether he's from the suburbs or not, he is a white rapper who is ultimately profiting and experiencing advantages in a predominantly black field. And not to jump ahead too much, but the track It Can't Be is a weird moment on here, especially after hearing this opener. Jack talks about the hard work he put in being successful, saying it isn't because he's white, It's about all these other things, like the hours he put into his craft, his charm, all that jazz. And putting aside the fact that the track in and of itself sounds a bit defensive, it gets old quick, it just feels out of place. There are inherent privileges that white people have and that he acknowledges himself on this very album. So to be so openly sensitive and almost dismissive about those privileges is kind of strange to me. Especially when I don't think anybody was saying that in the first place. I don't think anyone necessarily thinks Jack is successful because he's white, but he has to admit that it helps, right? A bit of a tangent, but I think it is an important one to call out. After the opener, we get the track they don't love it some solid bars jack talking about his family coming up in the city we do get the occasionally corny bar on here like i've been smooth for so long i'm trying to get rough fuck buff in my nails dog i'm trying to get buff And generally, the track comes and goes without much of an impact. Not bad per se, but I've listened to many, many up-and-coming rappers who sound exactly like this. And I don't think it's much to ask for Jack to sound better than that on his third studio album. I also think it's funny that he calls himself the hardest white boy since Eminem. Because in my mind, he doesn't really even stand out in a crowd of top-tier white rappers, much less the entire rap field. Now, like I mentioned before, the better moments on here are when Jack gets personal with you. And that is because in those moments, he's clearly putting more effort into the songwriting. Like on Ambitious where Jack talks about his life perspective at three different ages. Interesting to hear how he was thinking as he was coming up in rap, even poking fun at himself at times. With these bars giving everything I got to the American dream, but I'm still playing 1pm sets at the festivals, looking at the crowd they embarrassed for me. Of course, we get some corny stuff like, and I'm coming in my girl like I'm sterile. But Jack is flowing well and topically it's interesting enough to keep me engaged. Even past the mediocre off-brand production on this track that sounds like he just downloaded it off of YouTube. And I have to be honest, although we get some decent production at the 
the top of the project. Most of the beats here are really generic. Not on the track Denver though, another standout. I like the smooth sample here with the guitar that matches Jack's tone on the track. Discussing self-doubt he experiences, his disdain for fame, the pressure he feels, and wanting to keep his composure, especially around his circle. Blame on me is another intimate moment. The longest track on the album at about four minutes. Different perspectives detailing his family dynamic, the relationship he has with his brother and his father, speaking specifically from their points of view. Regretting the way he treated and pushed away his brother when growing up, and it being a direct result of their father's parenting method. Appreciate Jack talking about how trauma can impact how we raise our children and interact with our family. And I have to acknowledge that Jack does take a couple of risks on here from a songwriting perspective, but unfortunately they don't always pan out. For example, the absolutely horrible gang, gang, gang. And I don't even know where to begin on this track. Jack on here is realizing that the friends from his past is some really fucked up shit. Like in the first verse where his old friend Marcus catches a rape charge. And in the second verse where Kevin gets caught molesting a child. And as a result of this realization, Jack is now grappling with the fact that his friends did this stuff. And simply speaking from an execution perspective, the storytelling is clunky. Jack's retelling of these conversations sound like it could have been shitty dialogue from a bad movie. And for the majority of the track it almost sounds like jack is dismissing their behavior especially when the chorus blatantly says he's riding and dying for his friends it's not really until the last verse where jack points out that these things were in fact fucked up and he shouldn't be friends with them anymore obviously and I feel as if the buildup of the track was so poorly done that this last verse doesn't come off insightful or interesting, but more so just a sigh of relief that Jack isn't some immoral asshole. And even the little things don't hit. The vocal sample is hilarious, attempting to be melodic but falling flat, and just a bad chorus. And listen, Jack clearly suffers from whack hook syndrome on here because there's a few of these, a habit that he's carrying from his last album for sure. And not only ones that are just repetitive or non-existent, but ones that just don't stick at all. Like on a track Is That I, a track that's less in two minutes and majority hook which makes it even tougher to bear over another lifeless beat one featuring this piano with this drum break between the bars that sounded cool to every high school producer when they did it themselves no enhancers is similar a garbage chorus but also is generally all over the place the somber tone in the production makes it seem like the track was meant to be more emotional than it really was especially when he shouts out his friend for beating cancer and don't get me wrong awesome. But when you immediately switch over to talking about your ex who doesn't answer the phone and is all natural, I mean, that's pretty weird, man. And Jack has that effect on this album where you kind of scratch your head and wonder what made him think some of these choices were good ideas. Not just the whatever production or the corny bars, but even the overall direction of a track. And I don't want to take away from the improvement Jack showed on here. I appreciate the effort he put into some of the songwriting where he gets deeper and tries some new things out. I just think perhaps he needs a better vetting process to weed out some of these pretty terrible terrible ideas. This one's a five for me. Those are my thoughts. Do you agree? Do you think I'm crazy? DM me on social media and let me know. Also, let me know what you'd like me to review next. Until then, I will see y'all later.